This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. God has something in mind for us right where we are. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julian Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. They've been through it, and sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Based on Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, Julie shares unique stories from the lives of the saints to show how they searched for and discovered God's will for their lives. I want to share with you a story of one of my very favorite blesseds, Blessed Miguel Pro. And before I do, I need to give you a little bit of a background because it sets the stage for understanding everything about him and his life. So you may or may not be familiar with the Catholic persecution of Mexico, which reached uh, a crescendo in the 1920s. And it was pretty horrific. Uh, Catholic priests were executed. Catholics were deported. Um, Lay people were executed. They hung people from the telegraph poles for miles to make a statement. It was a dangerous time to be a Catholic in Mexico in the 1920s. And most of the world really turned a blind eye to it, except for Ireland. Interesting. They didn't have a lot to, to, to offer and support. And the Knights of Columbus. The Knights of Columbus in America were supportive, but there was basically, you know, a, a persecution that rivaled anything that we've ever seen in the world happening right on our borders Anyway, so before the persecution, um, Miguel was born. He was born in 1891 in Mexico, and and he grew up in a very loyal family to the Catholic Church. And there was a family business, and they were a close family. He had an experience when he was young where there was an accident, and and he was damaged and he 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 was very seriously ill and didn't speak for a long time and then there was a miraculous uh, intervention and he you know came out of it and he then when he grew up he decided to become a priest he was very close to his mother and he studied for the priesthood abroad in Spain while he was gone this persecution gained momentum. And there was a particular um, president, President Calus, and he was the worst of the, of the presidents who uh, persecuted the Christians. And he was a Freemason. And I don't know if you're familiar with Freemasonry, but one of the goals is that it, it they are against Catholicism and Catholics, and they do work to um, 
eradicate Catholicism. And I remember when I was a young girl, they had dances and they were these dances. They were called Job's Daughters Dances and they were put on by the Masons. And I remember all my friends got to go to these dances, but I couldn't go. The reason was you couldn't go unless you had a Mason in your family, in your history somewhere. You had to have some kind of a connection. And I remember going home to my mom and dad who weren't practicing Catholics, but they knew enough. They knew that, you know, Masons and Catholics don't mix. And I remember my dad saying, you don't have any Masons in your background, only Catholics. So you don't get to go to the dance. And I remember that. Isn't that interesting? Just even people who aren't aware, they know that there's that, that, that this doesn't mix. But anyway, uh, President Kalis was a practicing Mason, and he was zealous in his persecution. Horrific things were done. Church property was all confiscated. It was, the goal was eradicating Catholicism out of Mexico. And... Um, you know, they didn't succeed. There's a movie that I would I would like to recommend to you. It's called For Greater Glory. It was released in 2012. And the story doesn't have anything to do with Miguel Pro. There were lots of different heroic stories of martyrs and people in this in this persecution. It focused on uh, one of the the leaders of of the Cristeros. They called it the Cristeros War and the, the main commander. And then also it focused on another martyr, Jose Sanchez del Rio. And he was a young boy and he was very brave. And it's his story. And that movie is just really good. It's in English. You know, it's, it's not in Spanish. And it tells the story, gives you a, a great backdrop uh, to this whole persecution and get you involved in the people's lives. And, and it's just an, an excellent movie. Okay. For greater glory, look that one up and watch it if you can. But anyway, this is the timing of Miguel Pro when he's uh, ordained a priest and he comes back to Mexico. So he has to be in hiding, of course, to administer the sacraments or to do anything. And he's in hiding getting food for Catholics, helping in all these different ways. But one of the things that he's known for was being a master of disguise. And so he would be hunted down by the police. And uh, he would just, um, like, for, for instance, it, it it's so exciting. There was one time when he was being chased by police and he was in a cab. And so he told the, the cab driver, when you turn this corner, there was a telephone pole there, or a lighting pole. When you turn this corner, slow down just a little bit, and I'm going to roll out, but don't stop. So while he's in the back seat, he changes his clothes, gets a different coat on and a different hat, and he gets a cigar. And when the driver goes slowly around the corner, he rolls out, stands up next to the light pole with this hat and his cigar and a different coat doesn't look at all like a priest he's got his legs crossed and he just looks and he's got his arms crossed he's just standing there nonchalantly on the corner so when the police are in pursuit and they come to the corner they just think he's some guy standing on the corner they didn't realize and they they keep pursuing uh the cab ahead of them it's things like that that he was just 
just a master at of, of on the fly, you know, he could do it. And he was kind of a, a jokester. So he had a quick mind for things and he used disguise to, to get away another time. So, you know, when you're down a little street, sometimes you've got the, the, the storefront door and then you've got the back door, right? So he's being chased again by the police. So he runs into this store. He goes through the store, grabs a coat or something off the, uh, the coat rack, and then just goes out the back because he knows when he, gets, when he gets caught, he's going to be executed. That was what they were doing to priests who remained in the country. So he goes out the back door and then um, he slips his hand through the arm of a young girl or young woman, I should say, walking down the street. And he slips his hand through her and he whispers into her ear, I'm a Catholic priest. Walk with me or the police are after me. And so um, they just behave like they're a couple and the police run right by looking for him, you know. I mean, he just did one thing after another like this, um, as well as figure out ways to bring the sacraments to people, to bring them what they need, um, you know, all that kind of stuff to support the people during this horrific thing, this this big persecution of, of Catholics in, in Mexico. And so... Eventually, though, he does get caught. And his martyrdom is very well documented because President Kalis wanted to make a show of it worldwide that this is what we do to Catholic priests. And, you know, I'm the one in control. And he wanted publicity. He wanted the fear spread and for everyone to know. So we've got pictures. We've got pictures in any book that you get or if you look up online, you'll see them. Pictures of him being escorted to uh, the firing range where he will be executed. We've got pictures of him kneeling because they gave him a last wish. And so he knelt down and he prayed intently for two minutes before he got up. And we've got pictures of that. And then and then we even have so he had all the, the press there taking photographs and writing it all down. And so there was one policeman who felt so bad who had helped catch him and went up to him crying. I'm so sorry. He just walked up to him. He felt so bad. And, you know, obviously he's probably thinking his own soul is on the line. He's turned in this good priest or helped with it. And um, Father Pro, Miguel Pro, he he forgave him right there. And he said to him, I'm going to quote it here. You have not only my forgiveness, but my thanks. That's what he told him. And then after he knelt down and prayed, he said to everybody, that he forgave them. He said, may God have mercy on you and may God bless you, Lord. And then he turned his prayer to the Lord. So he told the people, may God have mercy on you and may God bless you. And then he started to pray to the Lord. And he said, Lord, you know, I'm innocent with all my heart. I forgive my enemies. And then he stretched out his arms in the form of the cross and in a firm, clear voice, he pronounced Viva Cristo Rey, which means long live Christ the King. And so then the firing squad shot him and he fell, but he wasn't dead. He was mortally wounded, but still breathing. And so there's even a picture of one of the police walking straight up to him with a rifle point blank range and just 
finishing him off with a with a shot to the head there. And so he was in a group that had been caught and one after another, the men who were with him, you know, they were young too. They, they bravely went to their martyrdoms just like him. They all did. And the last one, one was his brother, but he had more than one brother. So the last one was the other brother. And just in time, the Argentine minister to Mexico had made a phone call and stopped the executions. So the one brother of Miguel, of Father Miguel Pro, was not executed, and then he was exiled to the United States, so he was saved. And you just wonder if that phone call had come in, you know, just a few, just a few minutes before, maybe, maybe Miguel would not have been martyred. Then what happens is that all this gets out, and the backlash to President Kalis is really bad, like... He had a full reign. The world wasn't really involved at all. And suddenly the world was outraged. They understood what was happening. And now, now he's the bad guy. So he, he rescinds everything. He, he tells the press, pull the pictures, pull the stories. It was too late. It was out. So the world knew and the world changed their mind and, and came around. And you'll know more about that story if you watch that movie for greater glory. But anyway... Blessed Miguel Pro's death date was November 23rd, 1927, and he was 36 years old, and his execution took place in Mexico City. So that's his feast day, is November 23rd. Blessed Miguel Pro, pray for us. It's been my pleasure to be with you. Pray with me now. Jesus, Mary, Joseph. We love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Omdurko, produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. To listen to this podcast, visit materdayradio.com. To find out more about Julie's book, Discover Your Next Mission from God, Saints Who Found God's Will and How You Can Too, or if you're in need of a Catholic speaker for a parish mission, retreat, conference, or event, visit catholicfinishstrong.org. That's catholicfinishstrong.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.